Alrighty, folks, welcome to Behind the Buttons, our show where we recap the week and brainstorm the future of Two Buttons Deep, which is the fastest growing media company in upstate New York. My name is Jack, and today I'm joined by Taylor. Every time. Every time. Every time you're joined by me. But not every time here on stage at a bare, empty horseshoe. Bare naked horseshoe. It is one of the hottest days of the year to date. Mm-hmm. And I'm actually really happy that we're on this stage. It has carpet. I felt really comfortable when we were just like relaxing before the show. I feel in my element. This should be packed. It's not an off day. It is a uh, Thursday getting ready for the weekend. It's usually packed with how many people? 500 people? Oh my God. Way more than that. On a what? Saturday night, there's thousands of people here. There's no, no doubt. way th- more than a thousand. I would say maybe a thousand. More than a thousand? I would say like. 1500 would be a lot but like there has to be a thousand people <laughs> think about how much like square footage a single person takes up and if you've been to the horseshoe on a weekend you can't move like every square foot of of space is taken up so that's got to be that's way more than 500 people how much square footage does a person take up uh two feet like i actually don't know i don't know what square footage means uh it's pro- i mean it's one square foot so, like, you just take a ruler and you just make a square with it? So I swear like to four, God. So, four feet, but in a, in a square. So, it's one square diameter. As somebody who writes real estate and, like, is obsessed with looking at houses, I should know, actually, what a square foot is. That's true. But a lot of square footage of advertising here, too. If you've ever been, it's like a baseball stadium. Every inch, you're looking at something good to drink. But if you look one place in particular here, right past the Day Chaser cocktail sign, underneath... The bar tent, which if you haven't been here, it's completely renovated, completely new, and our favorite advertisement is hanging right over the bar, the Two Buttons Deep Flag. You can't miss it. You really can't. And it's just as good, like, for our, most people that are here at the Horseshoe are fans of Two Buttons Deep. That's why we, you know, F with this place, because we have a good time. It's great to see our audience. But in the rare occasion that somebody's here that doesn't like us, I love that sign all the same. I love it for the people that are into us, and I love it for the people that are like, God damn it, they have the best spot in the house. It's right above the bar. You cannot miss it. And if we're here, you cannot miss us. And the best part is we hung it just high enough that no one can reach it. That was was smart. If it was on the wall, it could be gone. But it's about 10 feet in the air, so if we know who took it, we know it's somebody very tall. Yeah, and you had to get up on the ladder to do it, didn't you? I did. I did not enjoy that process. I was the only one available here, and Charlie's like, you can hang it. And I'm like, I mean, you you could also hang it, Charlie. Oh, I thought you did that as like a bit. No, he actually needed your help. He said he was scared of heights. Really? And I'm like, God damn it, he's giving us the space. I'll do it. And I had to climb to the top of a ladder in front of a ton of people. The, The bar was getting packed couple hundred people were rolling in, not over a thousand, couple hundred, but it wasn't full. So you might be right. And I had to climb to the top of a ladder. I have not climbed to the top of a ladder in a long time. You, you ever see those TikToks or whatever with like the Home Depot theme song? You yes. know that? And like, it's like, you know, me, like my man, like busting his ass for the house while I like sit my coffee or whatever. You're like the girl in that. Like you don't, you're not, you're not a hard hat Home Depot kind of guy. Nope. And I think that's apparent, like, while looking at you. So I'm especially surprised that Charlie was like, get up there, man. No big deal. I ended up being the girl because he ended up going up because I couldn't figure out the, uh, what's the tie tie knot thing? Oh, zip tie? Zip tie. Oh, my God. For the, I mean, I'm, while I'm balancing what felt like 50 feet in the air, trying <laughs> to do, because uh, it's not that I just had to climb the ladder. It's that I had to climb the ladder and reach up. And I do just, something, I yeah. I just stand as tall as I could, and I barely touch it. So then trying to get a zip tie around something as, you know, full body length above the ladder um, is a little tricky. But he ended up getting there, coming through for us, as he always does. And uh, he's the full owner of this bar, and he has done wonderful things here. So if you haven't come out, come to the Horseshoe and try the mother-freaking pizza. It was, I don't know if it's one of those situations where we were just, like, down and out and we needed food. And we had this pizza and it was great, but I don't think it was that. I think we genuinely loved that pizza. It reminded us something between a Chicago-style deep dish and your high school pizza in the best (sighs) way possible. Like thick, doughy, 
with a grand amount of cheese. It was really good. And it, I had to stop myself from eating. Like you guys, you guys were like, eh, two's, two's good. Yeah. And I'm like, you're right. Third slice is best left off the internet. On a very hot day like In today. my body. But yeah, you can't mess up when you're just going here, going a couple buttons deep, get a little food, do it inside. And mm-hmm. we love it. We do. Um, very hot today. Did we mention that? I don't think we did because you no. started like they're closed today because of the weather. I don't yes. think we said that. So this is kind of a repeat of where we were at three years ago when we had our uh, uh, residence at the track that the entire track closed down. I'm kind of surprised it didn't close down because bars are closing down. Restaurants are. I think we're overreacting, though. I can't believe you're saying that. And I'm so glad that you're saying it on camera because <laughs> I would expect you of all people to be dying today. But we had a packed shoot schedule. It does get a little daunting. When I go inside to the AC, I'm like, damn, that feels good. So I feel like we both turned a corner today. I don't think it's that hot, but it's like kind of shady and overcast. So that's really helping the sitch right now. Yeah. I think people are just being careful though. You're also wearing corduroy shorts. Listen. I, I don't I understand this. I love these corduroy shorts. They just fit me. They're super comfortable and they have a tie string, which they is fit, just... All right. So they don't fit you because they have a drawstring. Drawstring are things that don't fit and you tie it to your liking. What do you mean they fit you? Touche. I just uh, like the way they fit. They fit me. Okay. I'm over belts. Belts got to go. Yeah. Standard belts. Belts with notches got to be a thing of the past. Oh, you should actually go to Mark Thomas. It's, it's not really your taste level of belt, but they have a belt that's like kind of more like a woman's belt. Speaking of Home Depot, um, it's like adjustable though. So there's no yeah. holes. Yeah. My sister got yeah. me a belt two years ago for Christmas. It was on Shark Tank. And yeah, oh, it's, just, right. it's just an adjustable slide. It looks totally legit, super nice. But instead of, you know, relying on one hole to fit your perfect size, you just slide it till it's perfect. And, uh, you know, it's basically a drawstring, but, you know. Sometimes I feel like you do your belt like a little too tight where you get a little bunching. I do. So why is that? Do we need smaller pants or we need, draw- <laughs> like, what? what is that? Because you're, now you're acknowledging it and just living with it. Um, it's because probably I had notches. So you're just, bun- you're adding like fabric though. Like you're creating like a little pleat for yourself. In Why the don't front. you tell me this in the time? Not later you don't publicly like when on I bring a podcast. Up, you don't like when I bring up things that relate to your clothing. Oh, but I'd love for you to bring it up on a podcast <laughs> when other people are listening. Well, now everybody's going to be looking below the waist of Jack Carpenter <laughs> next time they see him. And we'll figure out if there's something to do with that. We have to get you into the freaking mall. Everybody wants to take you to the mall. I do. Drew's, Drew wants to take me to Crossgates. I, th- I, I, I agree. I could use some modifying. I think it's time. I think you're at a point in your career. We're at fancy places. We're meeting people that are old school in some regards. And I think, you know, there's a time and place for all fashions, but it might be time for you to level up a little bit, you know? All right. I like it. Wow. I I'm, I'm, did this on camera for a reason. <laughs> let's talk about peaks of the week. All right. Let's do it. It's been a couple of weeks. We took off. I was on vacation. So obviously that was my peak. Uh, but the peak of the week is brought to you by Hoffman Car Wash. Hell yeah, toot toot. It's got to get back into our Hoffman Car Wash Wednesday routine. Best day of the week to go get your car wash. And honestly, in honor of the heat, I kind of just want to walk through a Hoffman Car Wash right now. And I wonder if they'd let us. You would get beat up by the car wash, I think. But I would actually like to see like how it works. Like when we did the video where I was an employee for a day, I got to be in like the first third, maybe not third, but the first section of the car wash and once you get in there i mean it's like the wild west it's like just an un, unseen zone unless it's off and you're fixing it but i always wondered like how who designed all that and boy yeah it must feel good it's like a whole massage but it, it doesn't hurt your car so i don't think it could be that painful i think it's like fast like your car is like a hard surface so True. like if you were getting whipped around by one of those like brushes I don't think that would feel very good. Yeah, but it would, just, it would just tickle me. What do you think the temperature of the water is in a Hoffman car wash? I got to say hot. No, I don't know. So There's only, only one way to find out. All right. Well, we just, uh, yeah, we're. I think we're, it would be funny to like, if we ever find a beater car or we have an excess car, go through with the windows down. I have a family friend who literally won the grand prize on America's Funniest Home Videos because she took her daughter to her first car wash and she's filming it and she's like, Sophia, you know, we're in the car wash, blah, blah, blah. The girl was like four and the lady was just so excited to take the video. She didn't realize all the windows were open and the car started filling up with water and the little girl started crying. 
We're, um, we're closed. Someone trying to get, one of the thousand people trying to get in the horseshoe right wow, now. Wow, I know. We're it's closed. A, people don't know it, but they're just looking out for you. They're looking out for number one. I don't think he wants to come in here anymore. Uh, my peak of the week uh, was going to Cape Cod. Loved That's it. it. Loved it. It was a perfect week. Nothing was as hot as today. Perfect weather, all seven days. Great house with my family. It was our first time. Ten heads under one roof. Wow. First wow. time as a family. How many beds? Ten heads, one bed. That's how the carpenters uh, roll. Four, <laughs> four beds. Four rooms. Four rooms. Okay. I mean, you get two little babies, so obviously they have their own sleeping situation. So yes. all, everybody everybody that was a, a joined couple had their own space. Yeah. No sharing of rooms. But yeah, we went to Cape Cod as kids growing up, and it was interesting going back as an adult. Um Every it kind of reminded me of the capital region because there's a lot of there's like a dozen places to go and they're all like 20 minutes away from each other. Yes, you got to drive there when you're on the Cape, as they say. Yes, but we had a good time. Uh, went many all buttons deep in Provincetown and uh, love Chatham. I want to go back to Chatham. I wanted Jack to bring me back a sweatshirt because I too used to go to Cape Cod as a kid and there was this place called Cuffy's. Cuffy's, where was it? I don't know. I have no idea. I was little, but it was like a, almost like an outlet store, but it was all just like merch. And mm-hmm. I remember that to me, it was like one of the most special parts of the trip was being able to go when you're on vacay so you can pick out whatever you want. And that just becomes like your new favorite sweatshirt. And I talked about it on the Botanista podcast, but like, I just feel like you like ebb and flow of your life of like, it's sometimes it's not cool to wear branded merch. Sometimes it is, but some of these Cape Cod sweatshirts have lasted my entire life. So I was like, maybe Jack would bring one back for me. But you hate shopping. And I didn't know that you would even wander into such a place. And I don't even know if Cuffies, is that even still a thing anymore? Cuffies is a weird word. That's what it was called. Yeah, that's what it was called. Sounds like a sex shop. It wasn't like in a downtown either. Like you had to drive to it. But I don't, I have this one that was my grandmother's. I don't know. I don't know if that was a Cuffies one, but... I'm like, Jack will not bring me back merch. Nor, like, what am I, getting a memory from his family vacation? I'm like, <laughs> don't even worry about it. I'll just go back myself. We'll get back to this, but that's a big thing. Jonah watched the dogs, and people always debate, of like, you know, you should get a gift for someone who, like, does a favor for you. And yeah. I think it's so weird to get a gift from where you were for someone at home. To be like, ha sucker, ah, I was on vacation. Here's a Cape Cod shot glass, Jonah. Yep, it is weird. Like, I think, like, souvenir stuff is, like, so weird and like you kind of like like you fixate on it sometimes when you're away or when I go away with my mom like we're always like oh we have to bring something back and sometimes it's great if it organically comes up and you can find something but sometimes I'm like mom we're ruining our day trying to fucking find you know a tea towel to bring back from the Tower Bridge in London like who cares but six months from now when you have your tea towel or I buy rings because that's easy to travel with so I like to look down and be like, oh, that ring was from my trip to Charleston or whatever. I'm mad you didn't ask me, though. I did. There was all there is to do in Cape Cod is shop. Apart from like the recreation of beaching and golf you and driving, you literally just shop. Like every I went, I tried my best to hit every, you know, major town there. Falmouth, Chatham, Provincetown, all them. And they're just the same strips. It's just like a commercial strip. Chatham is, in my opinion, is the only one with character. And yeah. Provincetown. Those two well, are like yeah. stand out and, uh, you know, you pay you pay the price to be there for that. But everywhere else is just like a commercial strip that was built for merch stores. Oh, yeah. I mean, because of this whole souvenir biz, you it's know. It's crazy. So we, I did in Falmouth find an awesome, well, first when I was very drunk in Provincetown, I spent $120 on one of the lamest Hawaiian shirts oh, you no. could imagine. I think <laughs> I guy, overheard you telling someone else this. He, this guy just sold me on the fact he like, you know, use this quote unquote limited quantity fabric and they're numbered on the inside and drunk me was like, Oh, 120 bucks. What a great memory. And literally the next day I'm like, I got to go back and return this. Did you return it? <laughs> no. Cause he did not give me a receipt. Oh man. Yeah. You can't return. No, so no, it's, it's fine. Um, I'll get over it eventually. Did you get a sweatshirt though? I got a $20 sweatshirt to kind of, you know, even the the financial wow, playing yeah, that field was, that's there. cheap for a sweatshirt and that's something i'm gonna love it was like something on like the sale bin out front and i think you would have loved it it's like princess diana vibes oh. just as cape cod with like f- the, the five different flags for each town and oh my god i love that yeah loved it. i'll take it i'll have it Thanks. i think it's a little big for, we did but we bought two we bought a large because me and hannah are kind of the same size and she, she likes things a little bigger and i'm like the large is too big for me so i went back the next day 
got a medium, could have got you a small. We could have been. See, look, it took your whole vacation thinking about your sweatshirt. You had to go back and think, overthink it. It's a whole thing. The only thing I'll say, though, is like, Cape Cod is nice and I, it's easy to get FOMO this time of year when people are traveling because it is the summer. But I just, that's why I just like to stay here because it's like you're just kind of going to similar things during same weather where I would like to like stock up that time for, as I told you, I'm changing the direction of the company and moving somewhere warm in the winter. So, and then I'm like, shit, I got to do that before I have kids. I won't be able to do that. So tell us the plan that you want, your dream uh, yearly calendar. So as any entrepreneur, I think that's part of the life that you get to enjoy is a privilege because you work all the time and you run your own schedule. Ideally, even though Two Buttons Deep right now is a capital region based company, personally, as a co-founder, I see us being able to do what we want to do elsewhere in the colder months because we are slower here event wise and we can do podcasts. We can do anything from anywhere. And I think people would enjoy seeing me go to Palm Springs, California for the winter because I'd be doing the same things, but I'm like educating, probably building a new following, so many perks. So I would like to be like a snowbird before I'm like 65 and crippled, you know? Exactly. Which is literally the goal. I think everybody in the world would want to do that. It's ideal. But once I realized this other day, I'm like, Jack was like, kind of liked the idea, but I'm like, what happens when you have kids and your kids are in school? So I'm like, I can only do that now for like a few years, but we can't do it now. So it's like, oh my God, I need to at least do it for like a few years before I have kids. I guess if you have babies. I was, saying, I was like, if you're having kids, that's, that's a tough plan to pull it, off. It you, literally you could, made me say, I don't want kids yet. Maybe do summer because they're out in the summer, but that's right. when you want to be here in the capital region. No, I think, I mean, technically speaking, you would have until your kids like our school age. So you probably would have like four years where you could do that. So So you have like four years to determine if you want to keep them or not. But I'm also like, Keith has a job. So this is a pipe dream. I'm still working on it. You got to be kind of flying solo if you're pulling that lifestyle. I would just be like, I'll see you in a few months, honey. Like, I don't know. Like, I just. You watch the kids. You No, no, no kids yet. Even pre-kids. Like, I think it just would make me so happy. I don't. It just would make me so happy. I got to do it. And you said your uncle's going to Palm Springs. Yeah. Provincetown Uncle is getting a spot in Palm Springs. Wow, so. good for him. The yeah. real estate's pretty cheap out there too, because it what? is technically the desert. Come on. So like they have like beautiful houses for like the three hundred thousand dollar range. I, uh, there's a big push for environmental lawns in Cape Cod, and there were signs that said, "My," because there's a huge water shortage in California, obviously, yep. and probably Cape Cod too, because there were all these signs that said, "My brown yard is green." Because uh, it's like environmentally green. Because they're so not. So what using is it? Water. It's fake. It's like turf. No, it's just like dead grass. They're not taking care of it because they don't want to waste the water oh, to make green. their green green. Fuck off! I would literally <laughs> knock on their doorstep and say, "Fuck off!" I had a whole lawn lawn rant on my show because it's like you can water your lawn right now. There's no thing here that says you can't. People are just lazy AF. Get some sprinklers. What was, was your peak of the week? Um, my peak of the week was the Saratoga hospital gala so far. Um, I last night, yes, it was last night. Well, two nights ago, by the time this comes out, I ordered a dress and I was not sure that I was going to wear it. And I was so glad I did. I truly believe I was the best dressed person there. I got so many compliments and I left a true trail that I was present (laughs) at this event and no one can forget that. No one can take that away from me. I've never seen you be so skeptical about wearing something. You've pushed the envelope before, but we were all getting ready at your house beforehand because we pushed off getting into suits for as many minutes as possible because it was also hot on that day. And uh, I mean, you're wearing, it was basically like an orange cloak with feathers. <laughs> cloak, that's funny. It was like a bed sheet. It's called a caftan. It's an actual like... Caftan? Caftan. It's Where actually, does that derive from? I don't know. I would imagine Egypt. <laughs> why I said that um it's literally like have you ever heard moo moo no <laughs> I mean, that almost where just, does that derive from? i almost just peed a little when i said that i don't, don't know why i've never said moo moo go grab the cloak the way i just said moo moo i don't know it's like just like uh oversized shapeless like that thing that i that i wore it's a one size they only sell it in one size because like obviously anybody could fit underneath the cloak <laughs> so the only reason why i was hesitant was because the theme of the event it was a saratoga hospital foundation gala they said a thousand people were there to go back to they the horseshoe. They said that. That's typically how many people go to that event. 
I think the heat. Uh, I, maybe I'm bad at judging crowds. The but heat takes it out of you. The but heat takes it out of you. I just felt like it was Great Gatsby theme. I don't particularly care for that theme. Have you ever read it? No. Have we, you ever seen it? No. Me no neither. connection to it, I nope. guess. But from a fashion perspective, it's always pearls, sequins, feathers, whatever. And it's all kind of the same shit. It's very costumey. So when I saw that orange thing, I'm like, maybe it's like a fresh take on Great Gatsby. But then like, I'm like also 50% sure that it doesn't fit the theme whatsoever. And it's like literally a sheet. So how flattering is it? But all in all, it worked out. I think I actually stood out and fit in at the same time, which is kind of what I try to do. It was also bright orange. I don't know if we mentioned that. It was bright orange. And I'm shocked to know that there's still feathers on it because of how many fell off. And, you know, unfortunately, that's the fast fashion world. Usually I rent dresses that cost thousands of dollars in real life. But this time I went the total opposite route. And you could tell because everybody knows I was there. There was there was probably a thousand feathers on the ground. One per person. That was my parting gift. Everybody got one. Someone sent me a picture because we went downtown after and there was a feather downtown. So oh I was God. literally everywhere. But that's I got to do this. People love it. It's great. It's always nice to get any kind of positive feedback. And you're not like we chase likes in a different way for the business. But I, I that's why I'm a fashionista is I love when people are like, that was great. And I did not know what the response was going to be. Nor do I really care because I'm wearing whatever I want. But that one worked out. Um, you guys, everybody that was with me yesterday, you did not notice anything different about me? You were, uh, you were wearing a cloak, but other than that, no. I literally dyed my hair brown. Like, I do not have blonde hair anymore. Like, you, nobody noticed. Like, I, I'm not blonde. Like, I was blonde yesterday at noon, and that, then at 3 o'clock I wasn't. And nobody said anything to me. You look, I, you look kind of blonde. This is literally, that's not my hair color. Like, I was blonde. I think like, that I looks, had blonde highlights. That looks more like your normal hair color. But, like, I changed my hair color, like, dramatically. Like, pretty dramatic. I mean, maybe not dramatically, because now nobody knew. Only one person noticed at the event. Did Keith notice? I told him I was doing it. But oh. his family, like, owns hair salons, so, like, he's a little more in tune with that. He's a Home Depot man, but he also knows what new hair looks like. Um... <laughs> Yeah, nobody said anything. Like, I look different. Like, I truly look very different than I did the last time you saw me, and you guys did not even notice. Do you notice now? Or, like, you still don't? I'm trying to find a pic. Like, I mean, yeah, now that you bring it up. Like, that's not what my hair looks like anymore. You're right. Isn't that weird, though? Like, I, you didn't notice. Like, that's a pretty big difference. You see, if you became a redhead, or if your hair was orange, that's something we would pick up on. I think it maybe it was because the dress was so crazy, nobody really noticed that the True. hair was different. But True. yeah, I went to the to the dark side, as they say. Well, not everybody noticed us last night. Uh, we had a little incident with the table. Oh, geez. This was weird. I don't know if this was like, like one of those moments where we feel cool or we felt like totally uncool. We felt cool because we had our own table at this event. Which we didn't know. There's a remarkably funny photo we have of the directory of the tables and there's all these tables and they sh they showed how many seats you had probably said people didn't move them and pretty much every table had 12 seats some had eight seats and they're all these big tables and then off on the corner like pluto on a map you just see a little quarter size circle with no seats that just says two buttons deep i mean and that was our table but we, we were honored. Beggars can't be choosers. It's better than no table, exactly. for sure. I didn't know they would even have tables at this event to begin that with. That might have been our first table ever. thousand people. Well, remember when we went to the AIM Gala, we were looking for a table, and we didn't have one. So it's definitely nice to have your own spot. So we found it. It says your name on it. So, you know, that's kind of a flex, regardless. Um, except for the fact that we didn't even really get to use it, because someone actually, we saw the table. We were kind of like, what were we doing? We were kind of just like looking at it. Well, we were indulging in the lobster tails. Let's not beat around that bush. There was a lobster cocktail table, which was one of the bougiest things I've ever seen in my life. This event overall was very bougie. Like yeah. I said, I think the one perk of a Great Gatsby theme is that you get to do like entertainment. So there was like people on stilts and this and that. And lobster tails is incredible to see in any mass quantity. That's like a one per person. Like, don't mm -hmm. get greedy. Like, take your lobster and move on. But it's so good. You can't act like that. Um, and you guys didn't because there was unlimited lobster at this event. 
and that's how we realized that we didn't have our table because finally, I think before we were just sipping. So we're just drinking. And then all of a sudden, everybody comes back with plates and there's like purses and sunglasses and all kinds of stuff on the two buttons deep table. Somebody actually had to go up to me, Steve Boucher. I didn't know you didn't know him. Um, he was like, you need to go tell those people to take your table back. I'm like, do they disrespect two buttons deep? They just don't know. They don't care. What was it? We go up and Jonah and my girlfriend Hannah were taking the lead, but they, I'm watching them and they're kind of like, hey, this is our table. And the lady is taking off the card that says reserved for two buttons deep. It couldn't be more prominent. There is a 12 inch card that says reserved for two buttons deep. Oh my God. She t- took it off of the little holder turned it inside out and was bringing, she had a pen out and she was like, I want to write like our company name on it. And my girlfriend was like, get the fuck out of here. She's like, no, this is our table. And she's like, I don't want to say two buttons deep. I'm like, she's like, we are two buttons deep. And oh then my Steve God. was like, yeah, you guys got to go. They literally tried to jack our table, our little Pluto table. That is so rude. Like they didn't, I mean, A, they didn't know who we were, which is not unexpected at this event. But I mean, I've done things like that in the past, maybe. Maybe they were feeling a little cheeky, like a little that they thought it was silly. But the thing was, we needed the table for the lobster tails. <laughs> lobster tail is not finger food. No, like we really needed it. And I'm glad that we overtook it because we have to assert our dominance. You know, we we are like lucky, not lucky to be there, but like we're meeting and being with some of the biggest people in the capital region in business, philanthropy, all of that. So the fact that we even get the recognition that we do is really cool. And we need to assert that dominance. Like, no, Two Buttons Deep is in the building. Just look at the feathers on the ground. They are here. (laughs) And they are here to stay. Speaking about being in the building, got a big event coming up at one of our favorite buildings. Wait, we're going to say it? Do we want to say? Well, we'll say what it is. Yes. Maybe we don't give the... It's in our favorite building. We're going to be doing a new live Buttonista podcast on your birthday. Wow. It's this is just everything's coming into play. I think it's a great idea. We have a great venue picked out. It's perfect timing. You had the idea of doing a show in the fall at some point. And I was like, why don't we do it on my birthday? Because my birthday happens to be on a thank God it's Tuesday. So it's like a little birthday party. Like I'm gonna be working. I'm gonna that's like kind of the thing I would want to do on my birthday. It's just do what I do all the time, be the center of attention. Like, isn't that great? Um, but I'm excited. Yeah. I don't think I'll be as nervous nearly at all for this one. So that's kind of cool. For those who don't know, we had a live show. What month was that? May. May? Wow. Supposed to be... It's August. Can you believe that? Ugh. Hate it. Love it, though. Why? Just, like, every day's Friday. Oh, I every thought you meant love that it's August. I'm like, no, no, no. I, mean, I like that we live a life where time goes by quick. Do you? Th- I mean, I get it. That's a little, that makes me freaked out though. Cause then all of a sudden we're going to be old. And I'm not going to be able to go to Palm Springs anymore. True. You know, your kids are going to be taking you to Palm Springs <laughs> and you're not gonna be able to walk. But I can't believe I'm going to be buying multiple sweatshirts. <laughs> <laughs> um, I can't believe that that show was in May though. Yeah. But that was such a high, such a cool experience. And I'm like proud of myself that you want to do it again. You kind of wore a cloak there. Ask that probably if I was an outfit repeater, that probably would have went at last night's event at the gala because it was fringe and stuff. So if I was an outfit repeater, I could have actually worn that dress again. But now in September on my birthday, I'm going to wear fucking liquid leather. Who knows? It is going to be liquid leather, like shiny, like metallic. Like, I don't know. It's going to be big. It's going to be big. I want to do like documentary style, like just do the whole thing over hyping it. Obviously it's tongue in cheek because it's not that big of a deal, but, um, I guess I can't say some of the other details, but yeah. Um, any other big ideas for it though? Like anything you want to workshop? I don't know. I mean, I like, like I'm the main event, but, but I'm like, Oh, wouldn't that be cool if like, I don't know, someone like showed up like. I don't know, Kanye West. No, I'm just kidding. But Kanye like, West. But like we can't, you can't really involve other people. So, and you don't want to do surprises because then people don't go. So you don't want to like drop something on them that they wouldn't normally see. But my biggest goal, I think for this one, because it's going to be more planned ahead. Uh, I think we have more freedom, creative freedom, venue freedom, all of that. I just want to 
be able to kind of use that platform to highlight some other cool people and businesses and just get people really excited about going. You know, at Two Buttons Deep, we have thrown a decent amount of events. We have them under our belt and we always struggle with, you know, are we cool enough to charge like, you know, money? Are we not? When does it benefit us? When does it not? But when you don't charge, this would be a free event, you know, you don't really know how many people are coming. And that is, as an entertainer, that's the biggest thing is like, you don't want to look out into a stage of empty chairs. So the, whatever we can do to entice people, get them to RSVP and like save their seat, that will be the biggest stress versus what was actually going to happen in the live show itself, I think. So we're looking for people because you kind of put a little gift basket together for everybody. Yeah. I think if we do a really cool gift bag, if you're like a, you know, a creator, you make something physical that people can take home with them, like I want people to have a nice little, not even a prize package, but like just a take home thing, you know, a gift bag, Um, which is kind of lame to say, but I think we could fill it with some really cool things and you're going to, it's good exposure for everybody, which I hate when people say that to us, but like, this is going to be an awesome event. All, you know, guys and gals, we had all kinds of people there last time. It's going to be fun. It's at a very cool place. And if you want to get involved with that, I think we'd be happy to see if anybody has an idea. Someone at home might be thinking, oh, I could bring this to the table and maybe that's like a crazy cool thing i love it uh one other event idea we have in the works for the fall is a possible booze cruise bringing that back i am definitely team booze cruise you're not i'm on the fence jack does not have a lot of confidence despite the hundred something thousand followers you confidently say we're the fastest growing media company in upstate new york but events are scary i just we just talked about with live podcasts like are people going to go? Do people care? How cool are we? How not are we? But the reason why I think we can bring booze cruises back is that we did them in 2018 and 19. We did three, all very successful. It's a different experience than going to a bar. It's an affordable price. You get to cruise on the Hudson River. But what you said to me really struck and you were like, we're only in our 20s for so much longer. We have the the power of the pussy, if you will, on the capital region. <laughs> Like, Her words, not mine. You know what I mean. Her, you know what that I, means, right? Sort of. Yeah, you hear that Home Depot theme sign. And you're like, of the pussy. Like she sent me here. No, like we we have we have the power. We've got the power of the pussy on just, the capital region. We as a collective. Just like the horseshoe has the power of the pussy in Saratoga in the summer during track season. Is this not a phrase? I'm crying. Jonah, thumbs up or thumbs down? Is that a phrase? No, oh, he's lying. Down. He's having an ass He's never attack. had the power of the pussy. That's definitely a thing. <laughs> Saying we, we as a collective It's an entity. exaggeration. All right. What I'm trying to say is. I, I get it. You know, <laughs> they're very successful. We sold them out, but we are also younger and we're also like much more into drinking then and I'm just thinking like it's a lot of stress to put on an event. It's a lot of pressure to sell things and like make someone give up their weekend or whatever to to go out. And I'm like, best case scenario, it's a sellout. We have a great time. What do we get out of it? What what like is it that much fun? You said we have the power. <laughs> Uh, we have the power of the pussy, guys. Said Me we, and our meeting. Guys, we have the power of, of the pussy. You said we have the ability to make people have a really fucking good time when other people aren't. We go to events and galas, not like last night, but that are just straight up lame, weird crowd. We can curate a group of fun young people that look to us for what to do in the capital region and provide an experience that no one else is doing for them. We know there's some weird cachet to being in our vicinity. And there's no doubt people are not giving up weekend time. They're looking for shit to do. So if Two Buttons Deep says this is the cool thing to do on the weekends, which, by the way, we do that all the time, we just have to believe in it ourselves, just like the Kentucky Derby party. Everything is like nothing in a way unless you make it a big deal. Like the Kentucky Derby could be just a random day for you. But when you hype it up and you make it a whole event, people start to say, oh God, I need, that's the kind of thing I need plans for. So I think it would be totally worth it. I think most people don't have boats, lake house access, all of that. So you get to be in a different environment and it was quick. It's like three hours. Like, it's not like it's like this huge, you know, we're not asking people to go on a camping trip with us. That's true. But speaking of the power of the pussy, 
we've kind of hit a new level since our last booze cruise where we have like legitimate people who follow us and fan us and could be a weird experience being stuck on a boat for hours on end. Yeah, you if really the can't, wrong people show up. Yeah, you can't escape which them we at can't that point. vet. I mean, we hire security, but I'm talking just like weirdo, not not threatening. But yeah, that's that's I mean, worst case scenario in my mind. I'm like, do we really want to subject ourselves as people who are somewhat sought out and notable here in the region? Do we want to subject ourselves to that? It's like when I see like celebrity, you know, cruises where like actual celebrities go on cruises with their fans. I'm yeah, like, yeah, that's weird. That's just. Not that we're, you know, thinking of the, the Backstreet Boys who came to SPAC recently. It's not that level, but that's worst case scenario to me where, like, we, we find ourselves in a weird situation with people who show up who just are there for a reason we did not intend. Like mega fans. I mean, yeah. I mean, do we have some of those? Maybe all of the interactions I've ever had have been, like, kind of brief and respectful. Like, nobody's made it weird, uh, so to speak. But... I mean, that's interesting. I almost think that we should do it now before we get to that point. If, you know, obviously that's the goal. Um, but I think most people, I mean, I don't, I think most people just would want to go have, have a good time. Right. I don't think they would be like, we're not going to be like signing autograph. Like that's fucking weird if we ever did that, but we are just regular people. And I think that's people give us our space because they can relate to that. Like, you know, we never have, I'm sure like Barcel people would have it all the time. Like we never have anybody come up and like pitch us on anything or like, you know, most people are just happy to say hi, grab a pic. Definitely a lot more picture requests, like, lately than before. Um, and then they kind of move on. I don't know. I'm thinking worst case scenario. I don't think it's going to happen. But uh, I do agree it's it's a unique experience for people to get out on the water. And I do agree it's my last year in my 20s. So, if ever, maybe this is our... And we uh, got, like, back name Bri. He could pull true. in the young... Like, I think people just genuinely want to go on something like that. And it's not like we're branding it, like... Taylor and Jack go on a cruise. Like, you know, it's just a two bucks a booze cruise, just an event, you know? Maybe we'll test the waters. We're going to do a VIP night here at the Horseshoe just with our team, but we'll be kind of, like, sectioned off in a way. And that, I wonder how that will feel. Because, um, yeah, usually we're just out in the mix, obviously, because we're just regular people. We're not fancy in any way like that. We got a new challenge for you. What? Are you ready to do it? What do you mean? If the as it relates to the booze cruise or totally new, new subject? New subject. What? The subject is spelling. Power of the P U S S Y. I got it. There you go. I'm sure that'll be the first word <laughs> at this year's the third annual United Way Adult Spelling Bee. We did it 2018, 2019. Me and my mom hosted. I'm excited for you guys to bring this back. I think this was a very cute bit. Yeah. People do love our parents. You know, we know Senior Button needs to get a lot of love. And you and your mom had a great dynamic for this event. It's kind of quirky in its own right. Basically, any adult can pay to compete and go to a legit spelling bee. Yeah. Which I have, I'll still tell you, did you, what grade were you when you did a spelling bee? Do you remember? All right. So I was in second grade. I, to this day, can tell you what place I came in and what word I spelled wrong. What was it? You won't believe it. I s- literally spelled the word clothes wrong. Like the clothes you wear on your body. And you I'm of the all buttonista. people. I spelled the word clothes wrong. In second grade, I came in fifth place. And uh, I remember Keegan Donlin, he spelled the word spring wrong because he capitalized it and you don't capitalize seasons. <laughs> and he cried. So I have very vivid memories of spelling bees in the past. So I think to bring back an event like that as an adult is just funny. I love it. It's it's fun, it's ironic, and it's competitive. And the only reason I brought my mom is because I volunteered to host this the first year. And when it came time, you know, when push came to shove and I got the list, right? I was like, I can't pronounce most of these. I, I can't like, I can't balance checking this and saying it and entertaining the crowd. I was literally like, I need my mom. I she, need my mom. She was the one who helped me through all this stuff growing up. And it, we made the dynamic duo. I was out, I'm, Damn. You know, I'm entertaining people on stage, and she's the one saying yes or no. I can't focus that well. And uh, we brought it back in 2019. Obviously, shut it down for um, COVID, but it's back now. It's going to be August 30th at the Hollow in downtown Albany. It's only 30 bucks to enter, and obviously, all the money goes to the United Way, which goes to a ton of good stuff right here in the region. And the winner will get about 300 bucks to Crossgates. Oh, really? All different stores. So, oh, nice. You win, like, what's it called? The, like, adult spree 
shopping spree. Who's doing that? We're not part of that, right? Yeah, we are. I mean, they, they set it up, so it's cross Oh, okay, yeah, but I'm like, we're away. not. Okay, got it's it. Us, so, um, yeah, go. Uh, we'll have that in our link tree on our Instagram. Yeah, so. $10 if you want to go, and it goes to their Emerging Leaders program. So they're trying to build kind of like their own young professionals network. So if you are in a 9 to 5, a typical job, you want to do some networking, I feel like this is a really cool way to do it. And if you feel like you have like the the spelling chops, like this would be a good thing to do. And if you're Keegan Dolan and you want to get a redemption and try not crying this time, Now's your time. Keegan Donlin, wherever you are, we know that you're listening. Come out to the spelling bee. He's like one of those people that his lawn probably says, my brown lawn is green. (laughs) He's just one of those kids that would cry for spelling spring wrong at the spelling bee. And you know what? I don't blame him. That's kind of a technical error. You know, the capital letter thing. Like, that's a little harsh for a second grader, I would say. I spelt weather wrong because I forgot to ask for it in a sentence. So... Did you spell it right, but you used the wrong... I spelled it right, but I did, you know, like, it's hot as balls out, weather. Yep. And it was weather or not. See, it was the H in clothes that tripped me up. So I think I did, like, C-H. Or, it was, like, a total, like, like error, obviously, as a second grader. I was a pretty advanced, like, English student. So it does haunt me to this day. Speaking of spelling and reading, the Glenville Bridge, the beat might be coming to an end. You think? Uh, I thought. You thought. That's right. (laughs) That's the point. Yeah. We went to Glenville uh, a couple weeks ago, actually, and we did some content to promote our new Another One shirt, which because of this content, we only have a few left. So Only another one left, basically. Basically. We (laughs) have another one left. And I went physically climb the bridge. Go watch our Behind the Buttons clip uh, if you want to see me at my peak athleticism. I feel like you should have made that a permanent post. I did on our Behind the Buttons account, oh, which okay, is an account got it. now. Um, it's funny that you just said that was an athletic moment because you were very long, and I'm thinking of you on the ladder as you're saying that <laughs> here at the horseshoe. But no joke. Anyway. Yeah. So I got up there, and I did a video just kind of promoting the shirts and then just had like an improv idea at the end to like act scared as if a truck hit it. And it was way easier than I thought to edit in a truck just like move it over slightly and then add a, a, you know, an explosion effect and some sounds. I didn't think it was going to be anything. And I texted to Jonah and I'm like, you have any thoughts on this? And he's like, bro, you fucking got me. My heart is racing. And I thought he was messing with me. I thought he was like, he's just hyping yes, me up right yeah, now. Yeah. And uh, so I almost post it because the whole thing is that they're, they installed the turnaround route in front of the infamous Glenville Bridge, which always gets struck by uh, trucks and so much so that they installed the turnaround route. So we thought the beat was over because we posted every time. People love it. So that's why we're trying to push these shirts. And the day I was ready to post that video, it got hit again. Yeah, we got it. Uh, someone emailed it to us. Is that where you saw it? <laughs> yeah. And not only did it get hit, they, got, they hit it and then pulled over after they hit it into the turnaround spot, which was just irony at its purest. Yeah, there, there's clearly a long-term solution that they haven't figured out yet because I don't think it's the end of the bit. If someone no. already did it, like there's just no way that that's going to solve the whole problem, which could have huge implications. Um, speaking of implications, did anything happen with the picture? Uh, yeah, I, oh. I hope this isn't a long-term bit because, oh God, you know, we, we start, I do this video, it scares everybody. Where comments are flooded with people saying they need to change their pants <laughs> and that I got them. And I need I was to change like, my corduroy shorts. Yeah, seriously, uh, I do. But <laughs> we get a message and uh, the people that own the picture we used, which genuinely, I on all honesty, I thought it was from channel 13 yeah because they they're the ones there that send a poor reporter out there to get a freaking b-roll shot of it and so there's you know hundreds of pictures of of trucks getting struck and we just found one that did best on our page and we just used it on a shirt what do we do at two buttons deep we ask for forgiveness not, not permission. permission maybe we should have at this point but we got a message from uh the daily gazette a local paper and they were like <laughs> they were nice they were like we love what you do you probably did this inadvertently, but that's our photo. And I was like, what'd you say? I said, we did it inadvertently. Thought it was channel 13. Just kidding. I didn't say that. Uh, did it inadvertently. I apologize. We printed a limited amount and we won't print anymore. 
So you really got to get one if you want to get one. You really got to get one. We knew the pick. Like, it had to be somebody's photo because we didn't take it and we needed it for this shirt at this time. So, yeah, not our best, but uh, our first really go around printing anything graphic tee-like. So it is a cool shirt. Uh, They could do something because it's their creative thing. I was listening to uh, Dave's podcast from Barstool and he made a shirt. Someone, like, freaked out at him in a recent... Oh, God, yeah. In a recent uh, review he does. And he just took her face from that freak out and made shirts of it. And he was discussing on his show, like, what are the legal ramifications of that? And I think he's off the hook because it's their video. And she, like, entered herself into that premise. But we did take their original photo. So I'm sure they have, sure they have ground if they really want to come after us. But if they're smart, they're not going to do that. No, and I don't think they have, like, it's not like we could have bought the rights. You know, we yeah, we, this was a little too fast, too quick. We do what we do, but it is limited edition. So if you wanted a shirt, now would be the time to get one. Now it's completely limited. So yep, kind of hope if not, we'll, we'll need to go. We'll, we'll get our own pick. Yeah, maybe we'll do, like, a watercolor or something. I don't know. <laughs> All right. Uh, peek into the week. What do you got going on? This is brought to you by Martin Harding and Mazzotti, the one and only law firm you need to know, probably the one and only law firm you do know. If you hurt your body, call Martin Harding and Mazzotti. They're the car crash pros, the everything pros, and they're just cool people. I'd almost be a little thankful if I was in that situation if I just got to meet Martin Harding or Mazzotti and work with them. I know. I would actually really, we got to get to that level. Like I would like to know them because they are, for a law firm, like, they take a lot of the kind of guesswork or barriers out. Like, they make it seem approachable. They do good content. They work with people like us to get the name out there even more. Everybody already knows it. But you don't need someone like that until you need someone like that. So Exactly. So if you want the heavy hitters to do it again, call 1-800-LAW-1010. They're so committed to that, too. Like, all their handles are 1-800-LAW-1010. Like, you cannot forget that phone number. Like, nope. you know that. You know 1-800-LAW-1010. You might not know your mom's phone number. I don't. Like literally, people do, don't. But uh, yeah, there's all every every other law firm has tried to copy them with like, you know, dorky jingles and weird rhymes. But one eight hundred law ten ten is all you need to know. Yep. There's one other number you need to know though. What is it? And it's nine one one. Why? Oh, if they want to get in, in touch with you for what's coming up with our peak into the week. Yep. I will be changing my phone number for one night and one night only. Uh, we are going to do the next edition of the Undercover Buttonista on Caroline Street with the Saratoga Springs Police. This is a video idea that I've personally had, like going to Palm Springs in the winter, for a long time. I've always, I'm just fascinated by more of like the undercover work and all that investigative. I watch a lot of Dateline, all that. And I've just always wanted to like see what it was like to be a cop. And sure enough, they reached out. We have a really fun video planned where I'm going to be hanging out on Caroline Street and just kind of observing a, a day in the life of a police officer in Saratoga. So I'm very curious to see how it will go. Um, you know, we're doing it on a Friday night, Saturday. I was like, I didn't really want to give up like my own Saturday night to do this. So like, I hope Caroline Street is bumping, and I really wonder, like, will people recognize me? Will they notice? What am I going to wear? I can't wear the cloak. You can't wear the cloak. You got to wear black. Yeah, like, but, like, what do I even wear? Like, what I have on right now? <laughs> what if it's this hot again? <laughs> I'm just going to wear the, that. I have to wear a vest, and that's the other yep. thing that this is so stupid to me. I didn't realize that, like, I thought I could put the uniform on, and I'm like, oh, my God, they would literally arrest me because you can't impersonate a police officer. So I'm hoping that there's like a couple accessories that I can wear. I know we have to wear a vest for safety reasons, but, um, you know, if anybody's going to heckle, this would be the time to do it because we have protection. But I'd love like, I don't think like, like police officers don't really wear like hats anymore. Nah, it seems like a thing in the past. Yeah. Like remember like the, like the real like captain type of hat. Like mm. I would love to wear one of those. Everybody knows I love hats. So I don't really know what to expect in terms of the attire. I'm going to have to wear sneakers. I'm going to have to dress somewhat normally. I'm hoping for some good action. I know. Like, what do you want to see? What would be action that, like, like what's going to make a good video, do you think? I hope something unexpected. I hate to say it, but, like, there, there's, you know, there's, there's been some uh, debauchery up right. in Saratoga throughout the year. Right. And I hope it escalates. I hope, I hope it gets a little serious. Oh, it God. It can't all be fun and games. I don't want to get scared, though. You got a bulletproof vest on. I know, but I don't want, yeah, I don't want to get scared. But again, at the same time, if you are scared, you're in the best case scenario to be scared because you have protection. But yeah, I'm very curious. I mean, I think the one thing going into it is like Saratoga Springs is just 
like just demographically a different type of clientele, if you will, who's out partying. Like it's a party town. It'd be probably the same thing if you were going to Newport, Rhode Island or something. Like we're not, you know, we're not going to be in the back of the cop car riding around like crazy call to call. I think it's pretty tame, but you know, they want to show the some other sides of the job. And, uh, you know, they called the right person. They called the heavy hitter to make a job look fun. That's me. I'm the heavy hitter at making things look like a good time. So do you think we're going to get any backlash for this video? Um, I mean, I would say inevitably, yes. But to my point, I'm already prefacing it with the fact that, like, we're in Saratoga. Like, it's more of a tourist. I know they're police officers and they do everything. I'm not discrediting, you know, what they do or what they deal with because crazy shit, bad shit happens everywhere. But holistically, like, they're sending me to Caroline Street. They're not sending me to, like, a homicide. Like, that I think we would get more backlash for. I mean, you Don't never know. too soon, Taylor. You never know. Officer Taylor. They said if the, uh, if the calls come in, we can go in the car. Like, I've always wanted to just, I think it's going to be like Hoffman. Like, I think I'm going to have genuine excitement for like doing a job that I haven't done. And I don't want to like fangirl too much, but I had so much fun the last time we did Undercover Buttonista. I want to keep elevating it to like really jobs that are like entertaining to watch me do. Like, you know, I could bartend at, you know, the horseshoe, but is that like funny or is that just like something to do, you know? Well, at the end of the day, we got the power of the pussy, and I think that will protect you. Is that going to be the title of this episode, or are you gonna, I think it has you're going to pussy out? Uh, ooh. Don't no. put a star on it. No, no star on the pussy. We'll, I don't do stars. We'll go straight into it. Oh, did I do it when I said my episode is, you can't say that shit anymore? Uh, no, I said shit. I thought yeah, about got, it, but I said- We got to swear. Yeah, we got to swear. I Oop. swear on my life. There we go. Yeah, I do. And I swear on this podcast every week. So sorry. All righty, folks. Thanks for tuning in to this week's Behind the Buttons live on tape from the Horseshoe. We will be here for our VIP experience on the 13th if you want to join us and try their goddamn pizza. Try their motherfucking goddamn Damn pussy ass pizza. Pussy ass pizza. I'll be here uh, over the weekend too, for sure. It's my residence. All righty. See you guys next week. Au revoir.